What? Oh, oh. Shout. One second, please. Hi, you're listening to Designated Driver. It's the podcast about the work and mystique of Adam Driver. I'm Malia, And I'm Liz. And today, we're going to talk about Star Wars. Finally. This is the beginning. This is what really launched our friendship and our podcast. The Force Awakens? Well, just Kylo Ren in general, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I remember we had that conversation at that Christmas party. That's the one you're talking about. Yeah. And we talked about Kylo Ren. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And how we loved Adam Driver. Yes, yes. Yeah, I remember mentioning Black Klansmen. There's always, when you're in a group talking about Adam Driver, there's always a bunch of haters. And you have to, I feel like you have to convince them. So I remember bringing up, have you seen Black Klansmen? People might like that or take it more seriously than if they've only seen Kylo Ren. But mm-hmm. yes. So we talked about Kylo Ren then. Yeah, I don't remember that part, but that's, you know, starting to believe in this brain fog that everyone's talking about. COVID brain fog? <laughs> yeah, I hear it. COVID, perimenopause, whatever. People just talking oh, about yeah. brain fog. And I'm just going to blame the internet. I think so. Yeah. I think your brain is too full now. Mm-hmm. There's too mm-hmm. much clutter in there. The hard drive is full. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then also you don't need to remember trivial things that you can easily look up. So none of that's there. But somehow everyone's photos are in there, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Social media. Yeah. It's probably the problem. Probably. (laughs) Probably is. Although I did really miss Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp this week when it was not available to me. I didn't notice it was not on. So that's that's a brag, I guess. I guess. About how I only, I look at it on my uh, computer, Facebook, a couple times a day. But, and yeah, there was some texting about stuff on Twitter, some jokes that I wasn't getting. Yeah. I mean, I got caught up later. Mm-hmm. There's some funny jokes about it. Yeah. So I yes. love to hate Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg, obviously, but I do use Facebook. So. We use, WhatsApp is the way that I talk to my family. So I was yeah. wanting to talk to my sister and then I was like, what is the problem? And as usual, my husband thought I it was me, like it was my phone. <laughs> and I didn't know what I was doing. And but it was I, all was, the I felt stuff. vindicated. Yes. Okay. So why do you use WhatsApp instead of just your phone? Just because it's international? We were talking about that. I don't know. I feel like everybody else in the world uses WhatsApp and Americans just don't use it as much. And so my family being in England... That's what we use. And I have found, too, that if I try to text images or videos, they go through much better with WhatsApp than they do on a, on a text message. So we just stopped. I have a group for my mom and my sister. I have a group for my dad and my sister. And then I have individual ones. So that's it just works better. Yeah. I, I mean, I've used it when I've gone to other countries or my brother was living in Hungary for a while. And then you get on, you get on it. But then I took it off my phone just like to try to purge yeah. Facebook stuff. And because I don't, I don't use it. It's yeah. nice because it's web-based too. So if you don't have like a phone plan, like mm. you're traveling, mm-hmm. as long as you have Wi-Fi, you can use it. So yeah. It just makes it easier. For traveling. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I just want to mention the crossword stuff with Adam Driver <laughs> yes. this week. So I always do the New York Times crossword puzzle. And on October 1st was the first time I noticed Adam Driver being in the puzzle. The clue was like, a driver that's around a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I know what that is. But I I thought it was, I might just be, you know, putting Adam Driver into every situation. But that was the answer. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. As Mm -hmm. far as I know, uh, since I've been doing the puzzle, that's the first time I've seen him in there. But I could see him being in there a lot just because Adam is like a perfect crossword word with uh, like vowel consonant, vowel consonant and common letters. So I'm looking forward to a lot more of that. And then a few days later, there was a Kylo Ren clue. So it was really pretty heavy. Yes. Adam Driver in the crossword, which made me very happy. I feel like he has had some little pop culture hits lately i think we saw some oh there's like a real premiere for the house of gucci that i think i texted to you they had a real like Mm -hmm. fancy premiere so that's on its way wish we could have been there 
Yeah. Today on NPR, I heard a review of The Last Duel. I heard a review of The Last Duel, And I too. really don't want to see it. I don't either. I, I can't believe you listened to it. That you don't I, like reviews. I, well, I was. I was like, should I listen to this? What should I do? And I had to make a call. And so I just sort of half listened to it, kind of being ready to turn it up. But they didn't say much about it, except that there are a couple really horrible rape scenes. And I know that Adam Driver's character is the accused rapist, so I don't know if he really did it or not. I really don't want to watch that. Also, I think it's going to be like watching Silence again. And just like a, a movie with made by men and with a lot of men making a movie about rape. I really just, I'm not confident it's going to be okay at all. I think they had a woman on the screenwriting team, but yes. A I, woman, Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> I wonder if she had, she got a final say on everything. Nervous about that. I mean, I don't want to see it right away. I mean, we're going to have to. We can work up to cover it. Cover it, but I'm pretty, pretty worried about that one. So the swords. There's probably capes. I don't know. That's I good, just, but there's nothing about it that is exciting to me. Like there's nothing. There's no keyword that mm-hmm. would algorithmically like suck me in yeah it's like you can tell it's just not except for, for jodie comer she's the key word and adam driver obviously but yeah who I, is that jodie comer is the woman okay and she was villanelle in that oh yes i love Eve. i love her too she's awesome okay so i'm interested in her and him obviously but i guess i'm just gonna have to extract myself from all of the stuff around it because i'm not interested in any of it it's gonna be a tough one but kind that of comes a... out like next week in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> soon. So weird. Yeah, I'm not going to go to a theater for that one. No. I'll just bide my time. That's going to be like half an hour here, half an hour there until I get to the end. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I might even split it up more than that. Okay. What else for? Did you have any Adam Driver news? No, I guess I just, aside from the House of Gucci and Last Duel, I don't have any other Adam Driver news, but I do think we're also a podcast about podcasts. And Mm -hmm. we have both been listening to some similar podcasts and have some thoughts. Always, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if we should start with Cocaine and Rhinestones or if we should start with Maintenance Face. Well, I have the most thoughts probably about cocaine and rhinestones. So the podcast we both listened to about the history of country music by Tyler Mahan Cole. And he's a he's a real expert on country music. And you can learn a lot from this podcast. I've pretty much 100 percent liked it up until this point. But Tyler has another podcast called Your Favorite Band Sucks that I tried listening to the episode the Beatles suck and I I just couldn't even listen to five minutes of it and it's just so mean and a bummer and just mean-spirited he does take himself very seriously at least on cocaine and rhinestones I don't know Mm -hmm. his delivery is very dramatic and I think he takes a lot of things personally so when people criticize him you can tell that he's rehearsed something for a while and also is coming at the haters with the reason why they're wrong in the way that he delivers it in a very serious way which is sometimes ridiculous because it really is just about country music legends like we're not saving lives here Mm -hmm. Tyler Mahan Cole Mm -hmm. and he I mean he knows a ton about the music industry also and you know recording yeah so he has a lot of information to share yeah but there's this side of him also that is hilarious I think is hilarious yeah and then there's this other side that's not very nice I would say arrogant Mm-hmm. about I know this stuff and if you don't agree with me you're stupid mm-hmm. so I'm sorry Tyler for the criticism but okay the last episode we've been wondering what happened because season two was well underway and an episode was coming out about every two weeks and then there was this episode about Tammy Wynette and we learned a lot yeah and then crickets yeah nothing, nothing. it's been over a month but because of that podcast i i got the biography that was his main source and it's terrible i hate it it's by a guy i'm not gonna have any of the details and not caring either that i have them because you don't want to recommend it i don't recommend it it's called something like it's tammy winnett tragic country queen i think is the subtitle but in the beginning of this book the guy 
mentions one of the Quonset Hut guys. I don't even know which guy. His name is like maybe possibly Billy or something. Because um, a lot of country music was recorded in Quonset <laughs> Huts, which we learned from the show. <laughs> or this one specific mm-hmm. one. Right. Uh, anyway, there's one guy involved in that, and, he, and the, the biographer mentions that that's the one person he wished he would have talked to more. And this guy also loves Hitler. The recording engineer or the writer? The recording guy. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's not cool. A super right-wing, way more right-wing than Fox News and also idolizes Hitler. It's kind of hard to swallow. And then about halfway through the book, it just became all about him and maybe eventually got back to Tammy Wynette. Tyler Mahan Co. was saying a lot that Tammy Wynette was an unreliable narrator, mm-hmm. which has a little bit of a whiff of not believing women, I think, and also just not understanding or trying to understand her point of view. So I'm just curious if if you got any pushback oh, about that. Yeah, If I anyone else has the same opinion about that biography that I do. He clearly is telling the story of Tammy Wynette because he wants to tell it the story of George, George Jones. It's part of George Jones, yeah. So, so she's an important stop on the journey. I mean, I just found her fascinating from start to finish. I loved that episode. And yeah, I don't know. I did look him up. He called George Jones a haunted house of a human being, which Mm -hmm. I really liked. I found Mm -hmm. an an interview with him. It seems like he's traveling or something. And so he just had this dramatic post recently on his, because I now follow his Facebook group, 20th Century Music. Mm -hmm. And he has a lot of dramatic posts, especially when he stops comments on things, basically telling people that they're stupid. Mm -hmm. And where am I going with this? Oh, he just recently had a post about how he's very, very busy and he's doing the best he can to get another podcast episode out. Okay. So that maybe there's nothing. Maybe there's nothing to it. There's probably some kind of dramatic reasoning behind it. I am fascinated this season because every episode is two hours long and he spends a lot of time talking about bullfighting that I'm sure eventually he's going to weave into the story of George Jones, but Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. And I don't understand why he's doing it. And I wish he would stop doing it. But I also think if I told him, he would get all defensive and tell me that I was stupid, that I didn't understand the metaphor. But I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm willing to go on the ride. Oh, me too. You know, with him. But then there was that Adam Driver thing on his Facebook page. What? That you sent to me. Oh, yeah. Gus Van Zandt. No, not Gus. No. Towns. Towns Van Zandt. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Okay, wait, let's look at a picture of Towns Van Zandt real quick. You can do this at home. Oh, yes, that's true. He could play. Agree. That's right. Yeah. We think he could play Towns Van Zandt. We agree with that. And that was a discussion on the Cooking and Rhinestones Facebook page? Yes. Or something? Okay. So, yeah, worlds collided. I think that's how we started talking about Cocaine and Rhinestones again. Oh, you all brought brought it back together. Yeah. So our other podcast thing is... What, maintenance phase? We've been learning a lot about what it means to be internet famous. And I think maintenance phase fits in, right? Mm-hmm. So first, Liz sent me this. So we also love You're Wrong About. And our favorite person on You're Wrong About, Michael Hobbs, also has this show about food and dieting and culture called Maintenance Phase with this other person whose name I can't remember. But we're really listening to it because at least I am because Michael Hobbs. Mm-hmm. So he and she had this episode recently about Rachel Hollis, who we've never heard of. But they call her like the red state goop, like Mm -hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm -hmm. And she's all about positive and self-care and all those buzzwords for women. She's kind of an inspirational speaker, lifestyle guru person. But she's also terrible. But it's a fascinating podcast. And they Mm -hmm. ended up doing – it was funny. They – There's one point in the first one where Michael Hobbs is like, listen, I've studied human trafficking. Like I've covered all kinds of really tough issues, but I have so many notes on this. They stopped halfway through and they've been recording for three hours. So it's a two-parter. Yeah. And anything that Michael Hobbs gets interested in and researches, because he's such a good researcher and storyteller, that it's going to be a compelling story. Yeah, I yeah. loved the first half of that. I can't wait for the second one. So yeah, it's just like In we're part waiting. Who is this? I mean, it's so weird even that she's famous and I've never heard of her. Yeah, I mean, I Googled her so I could see a picture too, of her like and her husband. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> not a fan, eh? Wait, then you... Okay, I'm not going to say the spoiler, but I did a lot of Googling too and I think I know what's going to happen in the second. Okay, I'm trying to avoid this. Okay. Yeah, I hope it comes out next week. I don't know. 
She is just fascinating. And if you are 10 are like we are, I think what I found just so fascinating is there's this whole universe of fandom that is completely unknown to me. I had no yeah, idea. YouTube stuff. <laughs> yeah, I found a New York Times interview with her and her husband. And I was like, how I, I read the New York Times. How do I not know who these people are? But it's just fascinating. See, this is all contributing to our brain fogs. Yeah, probably. Like, why do I care about this person? And there's just so much out there. There's just so much stuff going on out there that the internet is feeding to us. So, all right. Should I try to give a recap of... You have are to. Are Because I can't. Where do you begin with Star Wars? It's hard. But I'm going to begin... I did an after-school podcasting class last year during the pandemic, and I learned a lot about Star Wars from some like really smart third, fourth, and fifth graders who know everything about it and are really good at explaining things. So uh, this fifth grader told me that the first three that came out starting in the 70s are called the original trilogy. And then the second three, that's called the prequel trilogy. And then the three most recent ones are called the sequel trilogy. So the Star Wars The Force Awakens is the first movie in the sequel trilogy. And we meet Rey, who is a young woman who lives on a horrible planet, Jakku, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. And she's like a metal recycler. and Like a scavenger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She finds old stuff from parts from old ships that are in the sand. And we also meet the guy, Finn, who is a stormtrooper who defects. The dark side is now called the First Order. Or what was it called in the original Star Wars? Anyway, basically risen again, but there's no Jedis anymore. But there's still torn stormtroopers. Yeah, there's still stormtroopers always. And the evil dark side First Order are trying to take over and do their horrible things to have power over the universe. Kylo Ren, we meet pretty soon, and he is the grandson of Darth Vader. So Leia and Han Solo's son. But he's on the dark side. He's got a lot of anger, and he's very powerful, you know, force-wise. So it's just that good and evil thing starting up again and the rebellion, which is led by Princess Leia, who is called a slightly different name. The General. Uh, the General, yeah, and she has a different last name. Organa. Mm -hmm. So they're, you know, trying to destroy the First Order. And, and she's kind of older and kind of tired, maybe, but still, like, right in there yeah. in the mix. And, and then Han Solo's in there, mm -hmm. and they sort of see each other again. Yeah. And C-3PO. And then there's the, I think the important thing with this one is everyone's trying to find Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. So, so Poe, who's with the Resistance, has this little droid, BB-8, and BB-8 has this little thumb drive that has part of the map to show them how to get to Luke Skywalker, who nobody knows where he is. Because... Of Kylo Ren. To bring it all back to Kylo Ren, he tried, I think we find this out in the first one, he tried, mm -hmm. he had this academy for Jedis and it kind of got messed up because of Kylo Ren, because Kylo Ren was really powerful, but then he got sucked over to the dark side and Luke Skywalker's never forgiven himself and he disbanded the academy and Just went into exile forever and no one knew where he was. So yeah, Finn and Rey, they're trying to find him and there's a lot of, you know, Chasing around in different spaceships and... Some shenanigans with Han, because he's still, like, up to his old tricks. Cross-swindling, double-crossing, yeah. getting the highest bidder for weird stuff. Yeah, hustling. Hustling, He's yep. hustling. Okay, so then, like, you're kind of figuring out that Rey has the Force, too. Mm-hmm. And Luke Skywalker's lightsaber calls out to her, and she has some weird experiences, and... So she's kind of the new Luke. I it's guess. really, I feel like really it's a story about Ray and Kylo yeah. Ren. Mm -hmm. And everybody yeah. else is just around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. So, yeah, what do you think of Kylo Ren? I love so, Kylo Ren. Yeah, okay. Say it. Tell what it. What do you think? I love, I also love Kylo Ren. And I, the, the kids, uh, also, they love Kylo Ren, too. Mm -hmm. Like when we did a question of what was your favorite Star Wars character. And it seems to be a tie between Baby Yoda and have you seen The Mandalorian? So 
I don't like Star Wars. I think it's boring and I think it's stupid. And there's nothing I can do about it. I just don't like it. I've never liked it. But because I love my husband, I've been to each of these prequel trilogy movies on the opening day with a Mm -hmm. whole bunch of dudes and me. And for some reason, they like to line up early, which I don't understand because the movie's going to start at 2, even if you get there at 1.30, or if you get there at 1, or if you get there at 1.50, like, it's still going to start at 2, so why are we lining up outside? But whatever, it's fine. So I... I've never seen The Mandalorian. I know it exists. Joel watched it. I just don't care. I just, I don't care. The only reason I went was to see Kylo Ren and because I love my husband. You're a good partner. I liked Star Wars in, you know, when I was a kid because I saw some of that stuff in the theater. And then I thought the other ones, the prequel trilogy was horrible. I I never even saw a whole (laughs) one because I kept falling asleep. And then I saw some of the new ones, but the, they just kept coming out, and there was a lot of different ones and other backstories, and it was confusing, and I just was tuned out. But then during the pandemic, we, as a family, watched everything, and it's really fun to watch it with kids. I mean, then you can get, get it excited did about it. Did you even it. watch the prequels? Yeah, we did. Or we had seen some of the original trilogy for the parents' nostalgia, and the kids were sort of into it. And then we watched The Mandalorian, and we did get into that, and then we just committed to, let's watch them all. But I thought the uh, prequel trilogy, no, yes. The one with all the Senate the, stuff? The where Senate they're all stuff. in the Senate, yeah. and they're all talking in the Senate. It's so boring. Why have I seen them? Because they're so boring. But It was not as bad as I remembered it being. And I was, there's a lot about the Senate an orderly transition of power, which was, it was Maybe relevant. Felt timely. Yes, for it you. felt timely. And it was just more fun. But I really love the last three. You know, and Kylo Ren's a big part of that. Yeah, so the kids, they love Baby Yoda and Kylo Ren. And some lo- also love Darth Vader. So really, the, you know, the villains mm-hmm. really stood out. Mm-hmm. I love Ray also. I think I she's love great. Yeah. yeah, she's great. So we watched it on Friday night with. Adam and Rita and Hector, and it was Hector's first time watching it, which was very exciting. Just that one or anything Star Wars? I think it might have been anything Star Wars. He's read like a lot of books and comics, and Adam is a big Star Wars fan. That's Hector's dad. That's Hector's dad. And actually, the first time we talked about Kylo Ren was at that cookie swap that was at their house. Yes, that's right. It all comes full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were watching it in Chet. My son was not really into it, and then I felt like he was kind of scared. I wasn't sure. And then about two-thirds into the movie, he just went inside, and I was like, what is that about? But it was cute because as he was going in, you could hear the door opening, and then I looked around because I was like, well, why hasn't the door closed? And he was standing with the door open but looking at the, you know, like he couldn't walk away from it. But I think he was kind of scared, and then he kept saying his stomach hurt, and I was like, well, does your stomach hurt or are you scared? turned out he just had to do a really big poop. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but that that's, that's about where Chet was on Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of fun. The first time you see Luke Skywalker, spoiler, it's at the end, Chet was like, who's that? It's like that's Luke Skywalker. I, I, you can hardly recognize him. He well, Chet doesn't even no, know who no. Luke Skywalker yeah. is. Yeah, he barely looks like Luke, and I mean Luke doesn't even look like Luke after the first movie because of that car accident. Yeah, but yeah, old Luke, you can't really see. And you know, Han Solo. I mean, Harrison Ford, he looks the same. Carrie Fisher looks the same, just older. There are a few scenes where Han is shooting people, and I was like, old man, just uh-huh. get out of there. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Carrie Fisher, though, right? Oh, she's so beautiful. She's great. Love her so much. So when we first meet Kylo Ren, he's wearing a mask the whole time. Mm-hmm. And you can recognize that it's Adam Driver's voice. Mm-hmm. So it's like I remember when Joel and I saw it in the movie theater, I was like, take off the mask. Yeah, it's yeah. driving me crazy. Yeah. I think he does that on purpose to titillate us. Yeah, it builds up the suspense. And then he eventually takes the mask off why because he's tormenting ray and she says something to him about his mask and he takes it off okay and then it's is it off most of the time after that Mm -hmm. okay so there's an early scene when he gets mad Mm -hmm. and then he like destroys his i don't know office yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> but he it's a kind of, of an evil looking office with his saber, which has a distinct horizontal. It's a crossbow. Oh, crossbow. And he destroys the rooms. He's always flying off the handle. Yeah. He's just full of rage and he's really unpredictable. Or he's predictable that he's always going to. Yeah. And then there's kind of this guy uh, who's trying to undermine him, which is pretty brave Hux. of the, uh, the redhead yeah, guy. Yeah. Do you follow emo Kylo Ren on Twitter? No, because I don't do it. I don't do Twitter. Oh, I periodically like the people I follow on Twitter include actually several dead people like I follow Joan Rivers yeah you sent early on you sent me emo Kylo Ren yes but he's always talking about things that Hux is doing and he and Hux okay. are like frenemies and uh, emo yeah. Kylo Ren anyway emo Kylo Ren is a delight and I recommend it for all of you he hasn't been posting for a while and he probably has a really emo reason oh yeah and his bio is Ren's rights activist <laughs> I remember the um, one that you sent me was, so funny. I wear a mask because of my grandfather. Yeah, I wear a mask for re- my grandfather. Beginning of the pandemic. And then he just had one recently that said, Disney can take my memories. I don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Kylo Ren, he gets so angry and just destroys everything. And I think it can be kind of cathartic to watch him. What do you do? with anger, especially as a woman, you're not supposed to express it. And also expressing anger hurts people mm-hmm. if it's like directed at them. And also but if it's not expressed, it hurts you. Right. So like, what do you do with anger? Kylo you watch Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's true. It's hard. I was thinking about that not because of Kylo Ren, but because I've been watching Never Have I Ever. Have you ever watched that on Netflix about that girl, Davy? She's she's this Indian American girl and she lives with her mom and her dad died and she has a lot of things she doesn't know how to handle. And she loses her mind a lot. Like she freaks out and has a bad temper. And what I really like about it is that she knows she has a bad temper and she knows it's a shortcoming, but she doesn't apologize for having a bad temper. And it doesn't always blow up in her face. I mean, Mm -hmm. it frequently does, but I really like that because you don't see a lot of women who can have Mm -hmm. a bad temper without it being a problem. Yeah. I feel like it's a mystery to me and maybe younger women have a little more of an outlet or Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like the way and time that I grew up, there's yeah. just... Although Anne of Green Gables also has a bad temper. She does too. Okay. And yeah, remember how she... I've been having an Anne... As you know, I've been loving on Anne of Green Gables lately, but you know, she breaks her slate over Gilbert's head and she gets really angry and it fires her up and drives her to be a better student. So but she's not punished or... Oh, no, I mean, she, she gets in gets, trouble a lot. She in but trouble. it's not... I wouldn't say it, it comes off as one of her bad traits. It also, like, drives her to be... Yeah, because she she's a redhead, right? It yeah. seemed like, seems like redheads were allowed to have a bad temper. Anyway, that's a signature for Kylo Ren, his, like, unbridled I mean, it anger. It drives him, mm-hmm. too. But sometimes it's ridiculous and kind of hilarious. And funny. Yeah. yeah. His struggle is that he's tempted by the light and he's trying to stay evil. Yes. Which I also think is funny. If you know you're on the evil side, like why do you stay on it? But maybe this is just being raised Catholic or something. Mm-hmm. But you want to be on that side. But obviously a lot of people relate to bad sides being on evil sides and being way into it? Or do they somehow think it's good? I, think I feel like they, they think usually it's think it's good. I think everybody is the hero of their own story, right? He feels like he's vindicating his grandfather, who is his idol, and to him the dark side is the right side. Yeah, even though it seems obvious, like the dark yeah, side, true. that sounds bad. The light side, that sounds good. And I think you're framing it through your own cultural window. Yeah, of course, yeah. Star Wars is simplistic, so yeah. it's not going <laughs> to, it's not about that. So yeah, he's tempted by the light. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, okay, this is going to be. He can feel it pulling on him. Yeah, he doesn't want to be, doesn't want to be evil all the time. Right. Maybe. He seems a little bit conflicted. And that's classic Adam Driver. Classic. To be complicated. Yep. And then, uh, big, big spoiler. So if you don't want that, obviously, go see I the mean, movie. I mean, this movie it's came just, out a long time ago, Star Wars. people, and we all know what happened. 
So I think this I knew scene, the second the scene started. I was like, I remembered this scene. Okay, you go. Are you talking about the catwalk scene yes. with his dad, Han Solo? My girls called Han Solo Hans for a long time, which I thought was cute. So they're on, of course, a catwalk over a giant chasm, which this is very common in these kind of spaceships. Why does everything have to be so gray and industrial? I was going to the bathroom you? and I was like, why couldn't they use some orange or red or purple? Why does it have to all be gray? It's always just black for the dark side. And it's all side. hard looking. Yeah, because that's dark side. But even in the ships that the the good guys are in, it's all gray and like rusty. I didn't remember that there's this one part where they land on this planet and Ray is like, I never knew there was so much green in the universe. And I was like, you could change that. Just get some paint. Except for those planets that are really lush and green. Yeah. Good point. So they're on the cat. Because right, like, so okay, Darth Vader also falls into one of these giant holes. That, I mean, you could put just like a safety, just like a grate on top. I mean, they're always, just like uh, welding is very common in Star Wars movies. Also, also yes. these catwalks. But, you know, a there's lot of metal. There's not a lot of welding in uh, The Force Awakens, which is really significant. If you watch the other ones, we always call it out. We're like, welding, because they're always wel- welding. Uh, was there any welding? No. Do you remember? No. Yeah, a big lack of welding. They're not, like, repairing any yeah. ships. Okay, it's Han Solo and Kylo Ren. And Kylo Ren is saying there's right. something. And, and so the premise is that they're on kylo ren's ship and they're trying to get off they're trying to rescue ray so 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 chewbacca is there and han is there and ray is there and finn is there and han's other goal is to try to get kylo ren to come back with him because leia is like bring back our son they're devastated because they lost their son to the dark side and it's kind of implied that might be one reason that they're not really together i felt like they lost him first or to the dark something. side. Yeah, yeah. And, but that's caused a tear in their relation. I don't know. Leia says we should have never let him go because this happens a lot in Star Wars too where there's an abandoned child and that turns them evil. And that's like that's what happened to Darth Vader. Like he had to go. Okay, that annoying he, little kid. He and his mom were both slaves. but And then like they rescued him. But not the mom. Because he was really good at flying. Is that why? Yeah, like he really was good, good at, at racing. Yeah, so he had the force. But just take the mom, too. If they're going to break the one kid out of slavery. So And this, and so he turns evil. And then Kylo Ren, he's like at boarding school for being a Jedi. And even though he's with his uncle, he was, you know, he wasn't with his parents. And that's when everything went bad for him. So I know you went to boarding school. Yes. didn't turn out evil. But it doesn't I mean, work the same for women in Star Wars because Rey was an abandoned child yeah. too, but she wasn't evil. No. So it doesn't seem to have the same effect in a couple yeah, I don't of know. cases we'll have just, to explore on, that. just in Star Wars. Just in Star Wars with very powerful young people who feel the Force. Yeah, it if you have the way. Force, you really need to be with your parents. But Luke was abandoned. Or his parents were dead. He was, like, living with his aunt and uncle. And then he didn't turn evil, though. He never seemed tempted by the force because of the mentorship. Oh, I was going to say because he was a twin. Yeah, both those twins were good. They were separated from each other, but But maybe there was that, like, twin magic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so Han is trying to convince Kylo Ren to come back. He's like, you don't have to do this. Just come back with us. And Kylo Ren kind of acts like he's going to. Mm-hmm. He's like, this scene is one of the best in yes. Star Wars universe, I think. And he says something like... And he takes his mask off. His dad tells him to take his mask off. Remember, he takes yep. it off and kind of drops it. And Han must be like, oh, my God, my son. It's beautiful hair. And he says, there's something that I have to do, but I don't know if I'm strong enough to do it. And... It could go either way. It's like either kill. And he puts the lightsaber in his dad's hand. Yeah. It's like either he's talking about killing his father or he's talking about leaving the dark side. And then you don't know. And you are hoping really hard that he's going to go with his dad. And then he kills his dad. 
and he falls into the and abyss. And his dad puts his hand on his face yeah. as he's falling, and yeah. it like, drags down his pale, pale face. Yeah, and he also said, I have this pain that I want to go away. And I also think that this was interesting, that someone that's so violent and murderous says he has pain and he wants it to go away. And he thinks by doing this thing, killing this person, it's going to go away. And that's the reason for it, which is, I find like it his interesting. causes his pain? Well, no, it's just, well, yeah, I mean, that his internal struggle is his pain. I just think it's an interesting way to think about why people would do something violent that I think we don't usually think about because we're more like that's a monster who did that. Like there wasn't a reason to do it. And that I thought was an interesting reason. So I think that's about as deep as Star Wars can get is that scene. Mm-hmm. Because movie. Because of Adam Driver. Though. Yes, of like course. Like if another person did it. But, okay, so my thing with the pain, and I don't want to go into like a den of nerds place. What do you mean by that? Just to... It's a YouTube channel that I looked oh, up today because okay. I was looking up Kylo Ren theories. Because the one that I had questions about, and I had two thoughts about it, was at the end, there's this epic battle. So, okay, so after Han falls into the abyss, Adam Driver kills him. Then Chewbacca freaks out and he's watching like they're all watching. And so Ray screams and cries and Chewbacca like loses his mind and he shoots at Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren gets an injury on his shoulder. So then later there's this epic battle where Ray is battling Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren, you know, he's really good. Like he's trained as a Jedi and he looks awesome. Like it's, you know, it's the white snow and then he's got these long robes and, you know, he's swinging the, that thing around and then Ray uses Luke's lightsaber. lightsaber. That's what it's called. And she's fighting back. And even though she has no training, she's so strong and she's so like, you know, the force is strong with her or whatever they say. So she's fighting and she's definitely holding up her end. And he keeps hitting his shoulder where mm-hmm, Chewbacca mm-hmm. shot him. And I had two thoughts about that. And then I looked at, I went down this weird nerd rabbit hole. So my first thought was, that's that thing where a director says, we cast Adam Driver and he just brought this physical thing to the character that I wasn't expecting. Like in Girls, when the character Adam is frustrated, he like windmills his legs because he's just this really physical person. And so I wondered if that was an Adam Driver innovation, the hitting, because it makes mm-hmm. him it makes him more real. It seems like he's really feeling this pain and he's mm-hmm. so driven. But then the nerd said that actually bad guys, they're driven by pain. So by making it more painful for himself, it actually makes him stronger. Mm. So that so pain is like a weird idea for the dark side is I guess what I'm saying. But I also wanted to believe that Adam Driver made up that movement. Yeah, I thought that was really good too. And it also calls attention to the fact that he's injured, which you can't see any like blood or anything you see like a drop of blood at one point like ray looks at him and you see there's like a drop of blood in the snow but yeah other than that you kind of forget it happened then how does does she hit him on the face with the lightsaber is that how he gets that big scar i don't i don't know because okay do you want to say what happens go ahead what happens is as they're fighting on this green planet there's this bigger battle that's happening everywhere, which to me, again, this is where Star Wars just bores me to tears. The because, battles, yeah. Yeah, the battles are boring, one. And two, isn't it the same as the thing where the people have to fly down and they have to get the maze into the Death Star? Mm-hmm. But it's just like a new Death Star, but it's like the same thing. So yeah. all these people are fighting to get this new evil thing destroyed and it's the same thing where they have to like do some special flying and it's like pew 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 yeah. you know and Get then, in a certain spot and then yeah that's it's just the like the thing. death star mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. except poe's the hero and he's very handsome mm-hmm. so adam driver and ray are he's like hair having, yep he yeah. does he's mm-hmm. in the ranking oh okay yeah so Adam Driver slash Kylo Ren and Rey are having this epic battle. He gets injured and it seems like she's going in. She's going to either go in for the kill or something's going to happen. But this is where she's different from Kylo Ren because Kylo Ren would totally just kill her if he was winning. But he's not. He's like down on the snow and she just runs away because I think she in her mind, she's like, I have to go help my friends. Like my goal is not to kill this person. My goal is to live and fight another day. Off she goes. And then the whole planet just dissolves as part of this 
extra battle thing that's happening. And then I think Snoke, who's that funny looking, he was not scary to me at all. I did the not giant... understand the point of that yeah, gray man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But like somehow, He's like the new emperor yeah. character, the this giant. But he's a hologram. He looks like a cartoon. Mm, yeah. Yeah, he's or like dumb. some bread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the like mentor to Kylo Ren. Yeah. So Snoke somehow gets Kylo Ren. So I, I didn't see if she slashed him on the face or not, is my point. Yeah. It's a long answer to a short question. Yeah. So she's obviously a match for Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. They are going to meet again mm-hmm. in some of the next movies. And that's the epic battle. Another thing I was thinking about, like, with his physical presence is I love the robe and I love when he takes the helmet off. His skin is so white and he's got that turtleneck that's, like, right up under his chin. It just makes him look so ethereal or something. And then also I kept watching him when he was walking because he's, like, he's always, like, stomping around. Like, he Mm -hmm. never walks. He's always, like, stomping around or, like, striding with purpose and he always looks really mad. But he didn't look pigeon-toed to me, mm-hmm. how he normally looks. And I wondered mm-hmm. if he had to practice a different walk. Mm-hmm. But then I was watching it with Joel and Adam, and they both thought he looked extra pigeon-toed, like he was walking funny, like like that. Hmm. Did you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, just it's when you're dressed head to toe with like a full helmet and you can see nothing else, your gait is really important. Yeah. And recognizable. I didn't uh, have any big reactions to it, though. Like, I just like, think does he has it look such like a distinctive him? gait most of the time. Yeah. Maybe he had some kind of, like, boots that kind of changed it or something. So, yeah, should we take a quick check of this article about the hair in Star Wars? Okay, so this article, it's on Wired. Mm-hmm. It's called, if you want to look it up, A Definitive Ranking of the Best Hair in the Star Wars Universe. So number one goes to... Leia. Sure, that's yep. cool. I can allow that. Yeah. Uh, always good hairstyles. Pod, Padme. Yeah, that's they're a little over the top for me. Is number two. I cannot stand Natalie Portman. She annoys me so much. I think I wasn't a fan of hers very much because she can seem pretty wooden as an actor. But then, I agree. But then I don't there know was why like a people f- think she's so great. There was a funny thing on Saturday Night Live at one point where like she was doing this rap that was really funny. Anyway, a Saturday Night Live thing turned me around on her, hmm. and I don't blame her poor performance in. Well, no, she had like nothing to work. Yeah, with. yeah. But uh, in I Star find Wars, her boring but... always. Yeah. I think it's because she's a vegan. <laughs> uh oh. That that makes her boring. Yeah. She doesn't I, have a... She doesn't have enough... enough... Protein? Yeah. Okay. And so Kylo Ren is number three on this list. Yeah. When I found this, what I was trying to find... I think I've told you about this gif that I might have made up in my head, but it's about how good hair runs in their family, and it has this... In the Star Wars family? Well, in the Organa family in oh, okay, particular, okay. because Leia has good hair... And then Luke has good hair, too. You know, like Kinda. she's got, like, yeah. I like feathered. A little wispy. You know? Yeah. And then they've got his hair. And Han has pretty good hair, too. I send it to my sister because, you know, hair is very important in my family. Mm-hmm. So I've never been able to find it again, though. This is the conversation of hair in my family. And that is my aunt had really thin hair. And when I was little, I had thin hair, too. And my dad has pretty thin hair, kind of wispy, flyaway hair. And she was really worried that my hair was going to be too thin. But it's not. It's fine. Thickness-wise. TMI, but I noticed that you have thickening conditioner in your bathroom. Oh, yeah. I don't use that. Oh. No. This is all me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just one thing I've never been worried about is, like, the thickness of my hair. So Ray... Is number four, and I really love her hairstyle. Yeah. It's pretty simple, but cool. It's easy to replicate these, like, three little buns. If you want Have you, you wanna... ever done it for you or for your daughters? I think I've tried for my daughters, yeah, after we watched it. A couple jobs ago, my coworkers were very big Star Wars fans, and on May 4th, one of my coworkers had the little buns, and, yeah, they were, like, kind of dressed up with Zoom backgrounds. That's cute. Doing it. Yeah, it was cool. So, oh, and then number five, I don't know who this is, Dorme. 
Yeah. Yeah. Already getting really obscure. Already at number five. But number the number six. six. Poe. Yes. This actor, is his name Oscar? No, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, it's Oscar Isaacs. He's a handsome man. He's also yeah. like a little man. I thought of him as being really short, and then, but I thought he didn't look as short. I think they put short. him on a box when okay. he's talking to Kylo Ren because I was like, there is no way yeah. he's as tall. I thought we he know Adam short. Driver is either 6'3 or 6'4 depending on what page you look at. And I'm guessing Poe slash Oscar Isaacs in real life is like 5'8". 5'9", maybe. Yeah. maybe. I think they shot it from a weird angle because me too. I was told, yes. I thought he looked, yeah, bigger. Lando gets number seven. I don't know. I mean, this Jin Erso person is in one of those movies that's like one of the side mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. that I also saw in the movie theater and also was boring. I went thinking we were going to see Kylo Ren and he's not even in the movie because it's oh. one of the side movies. Yes. It just got confusing how they did that. Yeah. This photo of her that they use. I mean, her hair is just regular. Yeah, it's normal hair. So It's just brown know. hair. And then this other lady, I don't know who this is either, Mon Mothma. I don't think her hair looks very good. They compare it to Justin Bieber's hair. I agree with number 10, though, Bodie Rook, who, again, I don't know who this person is. Yeah, I don't know who that person is. I Gosh, think... I thought I knew a lot about Star Wars. If you scratch the surface, you realize you know nothing about it because there are dens of nerds out there that know so much about it okay i'm gonna stop looking at that list i think mostly i think what we learned from it is that everybody agrees that kylo ren's hair is an essential aspect of the character Mm -hmm. kylo ren Mm -hmm. yeah his hair is kind of like shorter so it looks beautiful it looks like it very full Mm -hmm. and it's kind of funny like if he had this like really tight helmet on it probably wouldn't look that good when it came off. So I want to tell you something <laughs> I discovered with my own in my own hair journey. Okay. So I have been working on this hipster shag look for all of COVID and I've tried different things and I, you know, I use the same hair milk as Adam Driver. And then the other day I had to wear my bike helmet. I had to bike to work. And usually what I do is I don't want my hair to get all smushed. So I like turn my head upside down and I like gather it under there. So my goal is that then when I take it off, it'll actually have lift because it gets pressed up. It's like you gave yourself a perm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But I didn't do it the other day. The other day I just put it flat on my head and actually it looked great when I took my helmet off because my hair all curled out like Mm -hmm. this. I used to be a, a big fan of hat hair. Like it would be kind of flat on the top and then kind of like be coming out to the yeah. fuller on the bottom. It looks good. I, I It doesn't work for me now. Maybe it's like the kind of hat. Now it just like smushes my, my hair down and it's not, it doesn't look good. But I mean, you have a lot of natural movement in your hair. So, so you what I think is that I think maybe not only does Kylo Ren have good hair, but maybe he wears the helmet. And he has good helmet hair. And he has... Like, maybe that's part of how he picked that helmet. You know? <laughs> the character. Like, when I take it off, my hair yeah. looks terrific. Yeah, yeah. Because it's certainly not for sight lines. Like, he can't see anything. Oh, in he the helmet? He just has that slit. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't see anything in those helmets. Was there a joke about that when they were, like, put on Stormtrooper? I just like, saw the joke. You... I was watching an interview with him <laughs> on Conan O'Brien, and they were talking about how the funny thing about filming Star Wars is that sometimes you would see stormtroopers talking to the wall because they didn't realize they weren't talking to a person. The actors, you mean? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. From watching all the Star Wars, like stormtroopers just come out in a mass and just get all massacred instantly. They die so easily. Mm-hmm. They, they're just like little feathers. What kind of rating would you give to Star Wars colon The Force Awakens? Two things. One, I I don't feel that we can talk about this without talking about Undercover Boss when Kylo Ren is Undercover Boss. Oh, I love I love, I love it too. That. Yeah, the Saturday Night Live. And it reminded me so much when I was watching him because there's a few scenes where he just like loses his shit for no reason and it's like, rah! One is this underling is says, and there's a girl. We don't know who it is. And he's like, a girl. And he like <laughs> loses his mind about it. I just remember the part where he like comes in and he's trying to act like one of the workers. And he's like, oh, yeah. OK, Boomer. It was when okay, I know boomer, just to his like coworkers who are his same age. Yeah. He's trying to use slang and he couldn't do it. I funny. love it. 
It's so funny. Okay, so I wanted to mention that. And then the other thing, I was getting ready to come over here and Joel, my husband, was saying, what are you guys going to talk about? Like, what's a good argument to have about Kylo Ren? And here's the good one. What band t-shirt is Kylo Ren wearing under his uniform? Okay. All right. So you've had a a really good one. You guys have had a minute to think about it, so I'd love to hear it. So Joel says he's wearing a Joy Division shirt. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But then he was like, maybe it's stained, you know, or like Limp Bizkit or one of those terrible bands. And I said, I think Kylo Ren has better taste than that, but maybe he doesn't. Would it be like Led Zeppelin or something? I think that's like too of manly. Serious. He would want it to be like a serious band. Yeah, that's why I th- thought Joy Division. No. Yeah, Joy Division might be like too wimpy for him, mm-hmm. like kind of too complainy. More what about in Nine Inch sad, Nails? Sad, yeah, I could sort of see that. Yeah, I mean, Nine Inch Nails, it has the aggression. And I mean, I would be super bummed if he was just into those like new metal bands because I have no... Slipknot. Re- I don't know. You know a lot of these names. So, I mean, I would be disappointed because I'd like to think a little more highly of Kylo Ren. Me too. Which I think he's more complex than that. Maybe that's just because that's what I want because it's Adam Driver playing it. But no, so he's... someone with a, a band that's a little more, you can respect them, even if it's too aggressive for you. But maybe it, it would be, I mean, hilarious if it was like Journey or something. Totally. Something very unexpected. That'd be cool. Or Madonna or something. Mm-hmm. I'll have to think Yola that. Tango. That's what I was trying to think of. Like, what if it was like Yola Tango? If he was just sort of like a hipster old person. Hipster, kind of a pretentious indie rock. I mean, I think he's definitely probably pretentious. He might be like Tyler Mahan Co. a yeah. little bit. Like, yeah. he thinks his opinion is more important than I mean, everybody else's. And Adam Driver doesn't totally not mm-hmm. remind me of Tyler Mahan Co. I mean, the way they talk, it's very mm-hmm. loud. And a lot of enunciation. Yeah. I think Adam Driver might be funnier. Is oh, Tyler funny? Oh, I think so, funny? too. I think Never. Adam Driver has a better sense of humor. He's and funny sometimes. Yeah. He knows how to not take himself seriously. But it also seems like it took him a while to get there, you know? I mean, they're both pretty kind of intimidating. And intense. And you'd be scared to talk to them. Yeah. Maybe. They're not the most warm and cuddly, approachable-seeming people. Mm-hmm. Just what's a band that's really, really raw energy? I mean, maybe like it'd be Elliot just be like Smith. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's pretty sad too. Like, what if it's really like he punk rock or something? Yeah, like that. Like, what maybe? about like a Scandinavian death metal band? Yeah, if I could think of. Yeah, like a metal band, like the Misfits or something, has a little bit more s- street cred and is from like an older European. generation. <laughs> Good question. I welcome any mm-hmm. any suggestions on our Facebook page mm-hmm. where there's also my shocking yes. ranking. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Of the, the movies we've watched so far. So you were pretty surprised about Hungry Hearts. I put it at yeah. number two. I can't believe yeah. that was your most... Wait, what was your number one? Is it The Force Awakens? No, it was Logan Lucky. Oh, that's right. We that's hadn't right. done we, Force yes, Awakens yes. yet. So I haven't had, has The Force Awakens... It's going to be in the mix, but it's not going to unseat. The ranking of, and the ranking is the Adam Driver's movies we've done so far. Mm -hmm. Just kind of the taste they leave in my mouth later. Logan Lucky makes me kind of happy. And Hungry Hearts, it just stuck with me as something is pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of performance. And I had never heard of it. I, I also really like that. I knew nothing about it, and it was a total surprise. So I guess I wanted to elevate it a little bit for people to check out. And then my third was... To look at our Facebook page. Oh, I think you put Black Klansman pretty close to the top. Well, I think that was like five, because I think Patterson... Okay, you put Tracks as number three. Oh, Tracks. Yeah. yeah, I love Tracks. I love him in Tracks. Yeah, and did you think Tracks overall was boring or? No, I liked it. I thought I liked that movie. I love Tracks. Yeah, yeah and I wa- I wanted to say that last week when we were watching not drowning, waving, but drowning, 
I knew there was another character that he had played that was that sweet kind of nerdy person, and it was the tracks photographer. Yeah, yes, he yes, he does that very sweet, well. Sweet nerdy, yeah, love love his character in that. And I bet we sort of agree on the the bottom of the list. Do you think? So at the bottom, Liz put. This is where I leave you. Is last. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. For sure, that's last. And then silence. Silence. Yes. Second to last. Ugh. Yeah. And then... You had the dead don't die at the bottom, too. Yeah, just because it's 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 not not, that good. Yeah, it's not a great... It's okay. I mean, he has some cute moments in it, but yeah. I was thinking about the dead don't die when we watched Star Wars, because there's that cute little moment where he loans his car to Tilda Swinton, and one of them has like a Star Wars keychain. And he's like, you too? Like, me too. I'm a fan too. In the that interview supercut that we watched, like he was talking about what it was like when they offered him the job of Kylo Ren. There wasn't a script to read, and it was very secretive, the whole process. I mean, what a big break mm-hmm. in your career. You know, you're doing indie movies. You're on Girls, which is obviously good. I mean, it's on HBO, so that's... Nothing. I love Adam Sackler. Yeah. So you're doing very well, but then to go into into the Star Wars world. Yeah. And he did a lot with a little. He existed to be a bad guy and to drive action. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Adam Driver really He could have been a very into Kylo Ren. Flat, just hated character yeah. because he is kind of like ridiculous. A, a mass murderer. Yeah. I mean, with no heart. It shows a little, but yeah. It'd be interesting if that was not Adam Driver. And then I always think about the person who said that they thought Kylo Ren would be better if the actor was attractive. And then I was like, what? So that was my first clue that not everyone agrees about Adam Driver. So what would you rank? Listen, or, 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 no, no, you not rank, rate. How many combs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it five combs. I'm going to wow, like break okay. from my three comb tradition. And this is why, because it's everything I want in an Adam Driver movie. He's complex. He's making more of the role than he was scripted. His hair looks really good. And it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And he has a special spaceship that he drives that's pretty scary with those wings that go up and down. Oh, I didn't even notice. I'm going to tell you also that I was making a pie while we were watching it. So what I did sometimes is I would we were watching it outside. I would go in mm. during parts that he wasn't in. And then Rita would tell me, oh, he wasn't in that. And then I'd be like, okay, good. (laughs) So I missed some of the things where he wasn't physically in it. Wow. You were making a pie while you were Mm -hmm. watching it. And I still give it five stars. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. But combs. That's what I said. I said five (laughs) combs. (laughs) Of course. I'm going to give it four combs. I love it and think it's great. But I guess I feel like there are movies that are better. Mm -hmm. it's, It's like a... Popcorn movie, they call it, where it's just totally. like great entertainment. But I kind of forget about it later. Like I can't really, I can't. I, I remember a few scenes in it, especially the good Kylo Ren scenes. But it, they don't really stick with me and can be a little bit forgettable. So I feel like I shouldn't give it five. I'll give it four. I'm usually the easier. I know. Right? Did You're you usually see that easy. coming I, I at didn't. all? You thought no. it was a for sure five comb. And I also, I just feel that it has personal meaning for me. And for you, in the sense of our podcast, but also because I was thinking when it was your birthday last year, I spent all this time making this Kylo Ren birthday card for you. And I also felt like that cemented our French. I don't know. I just, yeah, it's a it really thing. stuck with me. Mm-hmm. There's a, a little memory I have about talking to Joel at a party and it was inside. So it was like before the pandemic. And he was talking about how when he was a kid, He had like a file folder of clippings about Star Wars. I believe that. I just thought that was the cutest thing to imagine. Like Joel is a kid with his file of newspaper clippings about Star Wars. And he said that Star Wars would run for a year in the movie theater. And it would just always be there. So it's pretty cool. Joel is one of those people that anytime he's flipping through the channels, if Star Wars is on, that's what we're going to watch. You know, it yeah. just he can't flip away from it. So what did what do you mean channels? 
I know. I know. <laughs> like we don't it is funny, but he'll sometimes still he'll just be sitting there watching TV and he'll start going through. Now we have YouTube TV. That and the Fifth Element. If the Fifth Element's on, he always watches it. Oh, Fifth Element. You saw it a long time ago. Great clothes. Great clothes in Fifth Element. Because Jean-Paul There's... Gaultier made them all. Oh, wow. Cool. So do you think we should continue on with the next Star Wars movie? I do. To stay I, Well, in what do you zone? think? Yeah, I, I think do. we probably should. I think we should. Because I will say so then remember. all these other things that I was thinking about, I'm not going to like spoil the next one, but I was thinking about whether or not we were going to talk about his hairless body, for example, because we're going to see it. And there's the cummerbund right. thing. Which I can't remember. I don't know which one it's in. I can't remember in. which one either. But I want to get there so that we can talk about it. I wonder if something that is enjoyable about Star Wars in that it is kind of forgettable plot-wise. So you can watch it again and like enjoy it again. It. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not big on watching movies over and over. Um, oh, I love or watching even a movies second over time. and over. But I think it works with Star Wars. And maybe that's why. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, that and the loving. Thanks for listening to this episode of Designated Driver. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.